What's up, guys? Welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor. My name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career in marketing. Hey, everyone. Today, I'm super excited to, to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my, my heart. Today's main takeaway, well, I'm going to make an argument that you should learn some coding, some bare minimum of coding. And so let me paint the picture a little bit for you. Have you ever got stuck waiting on a developer or a designer to update a small piece of code to fix a form, email, web page, etc.? Yeah, you have. How about the confidence that comes from speaking at eye level with development? Do you ever feel like you are just missing something? Do you feel like you wish you had a little bit more information and context around what they're working with? Marketers have so much to gain from learning even a baseline of code. I'm going to make an argument here about why you should learn to code. I'm also going to introduce to you a new community focused on helping marketers learn to code. So you're often talking to me about um, the journey you've taken recently on learning to code. And I know that you've, you've gone a couple different paths, uh, but I'm super curious to uh, have you share this journey uh, with our listeners. Like talk, talked about like, um, like the journey of like discovering like where to start. Like how did you figure that out? Oh man. Yeah. So I started learning to code last January, January, 2020. And I decided that I, yeah, I hand wave wanted to learn to code. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I just kind of like put it out there into the universe and started doing what any good SEO of my background would do is Google the crap out of it. Um, what I found was a lot of great resources for developers. And I discovered super, one thing that's super interesting is it's free. You can learn to code for, for almost next to nothing. But the cost that you got to pay in for that, there's always an exchange for free. The exchange is you got to do it on your own. Um, so for myself, I've been a self-taught or you know, self-directed learner on development. Uh, I've been learning HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Actually, for 2020, I, I focused exclusively on JavaScript uh, throughout the course of the year. And yeah, so at this point, like, I started to feel like I was getting a little bit onto understanding some programming, but I really realized that there were some opportunities here around uh, broader opportunities for marketers. Cool. So like as, as a marketer who is like about to, to take the plunge on, on like learning a bit more about coding, like what would you say is unique about like a marketer trying to do this as opposed to like, um, like a product uh, management person or like someone mm -hmm. from support, whatever, like, Oh, there's so many different paths to go. Uh, if you want to learn how to code. And I think for marketers, one thing that's super unique is that code is super relevant to everything that you do on your day to day. You interact with it, whether it's through the tool set that you're using, um, you are modifying it, whether it's through SEO, if you're in automation, you're encountering things on the back end that are driven by code all around marketers are, are steeped in code. And we occupy that and straddle this kind of technical and creative side. I think a lot of marketers are in between these two things where they're more technical. You know, uh, you talk to my, my grandparents, they're going to tell you that I'm a super technical guy because I work in tech. They think I'm IT, but we're more technical than the average person, but we're not developers, right? Um, so I think that's super unique. I also believe that marketers bring a very unique perspective to learning to code. And a couple of these perspectives are, well, you're probably not looking to switch careers. The vast, vast majority of people learning to code today are switching careers, trying to break in. I'm not trying to switch my career. I love my job. I'm not going to change it. I want to pick up this skill set. Frankly, I'm picking up this skill set as a hobby. 
I don't really actually have any intention to quote unquote monetize it. I'm sure it's going to benefit my career. It already has in many ways, but it's actually a separate and distinct practice from my own marketing skill set. Whether you choose to go that pathway or not with your own uh, development path, totally cool, totally up to you. For me, it was easier to keep things distinct. The other component, which is interesting, is the options, right? We talked about this just kind of chit-chatting before the episode started of what programming language to learn, right? And what goals do you have in mind? I think marketers, um, frankly speaking, have a lot of ideas. Um, you know, you might want to build an app. You might have an idea for uh, some kind of process or some kind of tool that you could build. Maybe you just want to automate some things in your life and make life easier for yourself and your day-to-day. So many different options to, to implement this from a pragmatic standpoint. You asked about the difference between product managers, et cetera. I actually don't know if there's such a substantial difference between the way that we would approach this if you're not looking to switch careers. However, there's always a unique marketing marketing perspective for, for this. We think about business a certain way. We think about the way that we're interacting with technology in a very specific way. So how, how would you recommend someone to like, who's like really early in this journey to, to try to figure out like what their goals are? Like, I'm honestly like kind of in, in that stage too. Like uh, I've got like some HTML chops, like a tiny little bit of JavaScript, but like, um, I would love to, to dive in and, and learn a lot more about this stuff. But like, like we mentioned, there's so many different options, so many different languages. And like, you go back to the goal, like, okay, like, um, mm-hmm. like pick your journey based on what your end goal is. And I feel that like that angle is very fluid to me. It's kind of like dynamic in a sense. Like mm-hmm. I want to learn to code because I want to have uh, like um, more experience when I come to like talk to my head of development. I want to understand a bit more about like what's happening behind the scenes so that he doesn't have to like explain uh, everything to me. And like I can I can be a bit more self-serving in, in some mm-hmm. of the things that I do. But like there's there's so many different applications too, right? Like I, I, I love like the design side of marketing and creativity. So instead of like APIs and SQL, maybe I should focus on on CSS and HTML5 and doing more front end stuff. So I don't know, like what advice do you have for, for me and for folks that are like trying to figure out like, like and they have no idea like what that end goal is and yeah. it's so dynamic and fluid. Oh man, you just like captured all the emotions that I had about when <laughs> I started to learn how to code because it's... It, th- Setting a goal that's appropriate for your pathway is probably one of the most difficult things that I had in in my own uh, development path. And I set goals that were wildly ambitious and that were too easy. Like you need to kind of find this like spectrum of goals. I would say a spectrum or a kaleidoscope of goals that you're looking to achieve, right? And I think you have to have some flexibility in the way that you look at them. So what I would say is that first of all, your goals have to be for coding, have to be pragmatic. I would make sure that you write down what your goals could be. Give yourself a list of them, right? 20 20 goals that you could have. The reason goals are so important is because this is a a bit of a slog. Um, Learning to code takes some some time. Um, And when you're going through tutorials or reading things on the website, like your your brain needs to be able to prioritize the things that you're learning, right? Like if you're, if you're planning like me, I would love to build a front-end single page application with React. I don't even can't even tell you why I want to build it, but React is a great new technology out there. Um, blazingly fast websites, super, super cool, gets you into all kinds of stuff like headless CMSs, et cetera, et cetera. So that goal to me is like fairly concrete. It allows me as I'm going through these things to just kind of make an assessment like, you know, do I really need to think about XYZ? No, I can move on to the next thing. Um, 
And I would say, I'd say understanding that about yourself is super important. How do you figure out your goals? I mean, the best thing that I've ever done is I, I called up one of my dev friends and I just talked to them. Right. And if you don't know a developer, that's fine. Google has tons of developers on there who've talked about this. There's lots of great communities that already exist that are specific towards learning individualized programming languages or learning programming. Uh, I follow some of the subreddits like learn JavaScript. All of these places will help you kind of have concrete goals. But at the end of the day, setting that concrete goal, absolutely critical in order to be able to see through to the end. And when you're working through the things to be able to understand what information is important or not important. Very cool. How, how hard would you say it, is it like so far in your experience to, to kind of like start this journey? Like how, how hard is it uh, learning to code in your experience? <laughs> it, for me? Oh, extremely difficult. Like uh, when, when I tell people I've been learning for, to code for a year and then I show them some of the stuff that I built, they're like, Oh, that's what you built. Cause there's an expectation that you've been like, Oh, you've been doing this for a year. You should be developing apps. Like people do this in three months full time and they're, they're hired as developers. John Taylor will never be uh, hired as a developer right now, at least currently. Um, because but it's hard to be fair. Me. Like you weren't doing it full time, right? Like you dedicating like uh, specific times uh, during the week to, to learn it, but it's not like the yeah. last year, like you were spending 40 hours a week on, on learning to code. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a good, that's a good point too, right? Like managing your expectations around how, how hard or not hard it's going to be. I can't tell you what your aptitude is. I'll say if you were looking for a confidence boost or a comparison, uh, I, I love telling the story. I failed grade 10 math with like an abysmal grade. <laughs> it was, my grade was so low that I actually had to go to summer school, but not just any regular summer school, but super summer school. I was going to say, how the hell do you remember that? But if you had to go to summer school, like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I've in, in every, every era of my life, I always fail one course. Um, I failed one course in university, but I didn't go to summer school for that. Um, <laughs> It was dinosaurs, by the way. I failed dinosaurs. Um, and you guys can laugh about that on how you failed dinosaurs, but wait till you're wait, looking at some of these like uh, genetic trees and then you'll realize, okay, no, dinosaurs is the real deal. For, for me, like I, yeah, I ended up going to this like super extended math class and summer school, it sucked. And I started writing this narrative for myself of like, man, I'm, I'm not technical. So I ended up, you know, steering my own education towards non-technical subjects until my you know, writing skills put me into contact with things like SEO, digital marketing. And I didn't start seeing it in the same light. I didn't see it as a technical skill set. I saw it as a pragmatic skill set. Hmm. I just want to accomplish something, right? So I, I also like to tell this to people when I, when I explain my coding journey. I personally believe that I'm below, below average aptitude for learning this stuff. This stuff is tough for me. Mm -hmm. When I sit down, I take copious amounts of notes. I review my homework. I do this every day and to practice it over and over again. And it still feels like it doesn't stick because coding is hard, right? Mm -hmm. Learning how to code is not just learning a programming language. It's learning how to solve problems using a specific tool set. It's thinking like a computer in a lot of ways, right? Um, and computers don't think the same way we do. It just, it just doesn't work that way. So it, it's a really interesting journey. Now, if that sounds all very discouraging to you, I think that this is... I mean, it, it should be, right? In a way, if you want to learn how to code, you should have a realistic expectation at the outset that this is going to take some time, mm -hmm. okay? And I think like picking up HTML and CSS, you can pick up something pragmatic and be, you know, building a website fairly quickly, to be honest with you. To be advanced to CSS, that's a different story altogether. 
picking up JavaScript and being functional with it, there, there's, there's a learning curve and you're going to have to go through, you know, these peaks and valleys to get to this point where I actually feel like at this point now I can look at a piece of code and I'm like, I understand what it does. I don't know if I could write it on my own. Um, I go and do challenges like on Edibit and I can figure out through Google Docs how to solve some of these problems, mostly on my own. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, definitely not easy. And like, um, you know, the the same could be said about, um, you know, learning about SEO from scratch. Like it it might not be as technical and as hard and like the learning curve might not be as big, but you know, you, you have to dedicate time to, to learning, um, something new. And, you know, so on, on that topic, like something that I wanted to ask you and something that like, I've debated a lot, um, over the years about like, doubling down on learning JavaScript and learning CSS a bit more versus like just learning more about like the hundred other different things in digital marketing that I could double down on. Right. Like I've Mm -hmm. often had this debate of I could spend my free time doubling down on learning JavaScript and CSS, or I could take those hours and become a better writer. Mm -hmm. I could become better uh, product marketing. I could become mm-hmm. a better manager. Like there's so many different, oh, like yeah. you, you think of the, the T-shape that we talked about in some of the earlier episodes, right? Like how, how do you convince someone that um, dedicating time to learning how to code is more important or as important um, than mm-hmm. like any other T-shape that, that the digital marketer should focus on today? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's a, uh, I can't convince anybody of that. I think at the end of the day, you've got to really pick your own path. I yeah. love the question, by the way. That is, that is the question that I've asked myself so many times. Hmm. You won't believe how many times I've been in the car and I'm just like, <laughs> look out the window and I'm like, talk to my wife. I'm like, wife, why am I doing this? This is so hard. And if I were to invest my time into public speaking or, you know, as all those things that you mentioned, they, they have a direct and, and tangible outcome for me for my career. So why did I, all I can do is answer why I learned to code. Part of this is purely hobby. Part of this is I'm, I'm like a shark when it comes to learning. I have to learn new skills. And for me, all of those skills that you mentioned are all difficult and important skills, but nothing is as challenging to me as learning to code. Gotcha. And so the ancillary benefits of actually slogging through a 90-minute coding session makes it so much easier for me later on to prioritize and focus my time later on in my in my day. So the, the, the secondary benefits are important. Um, but honestly, you, you, you really got to decide. And I would not recommend that you start this path if you're, if you don't see value in it for yourself, whether it's personal value or professional value. You, you mentioned how hard it is to, to learn to code. You mentioned like all the other avenues that, that you can take instead of uh, going into code. Um, like it, Knowing that it's going to take time, how how do you stay motivated uh, mm-hmm. over over that long haul, and how do you kind of detach learning to code from your career and make it a side hobby with uh, maybe like less implications on your full time job? For sure. I mean, if you're still listening to this episode, dear listener, <laughs> and you've made it to this point, and I haven't scared you off, let's talk benefits, right? Learning to code has so many direct and tangible benefits for your own career. If, if I could go over and start my career again, I would absolutely start my career learning this at the beginning. I really, mm-hmm. uh, and I really mean this was because first of all, technical marketers uh, are worth their weight in gold. You know, I've seen this time and time in my career, my career is they're paid more, they have better job stability and yeah, they're, they're in demand. Like you wouldn't believe, look at the job recommendations. Like having basic HTML is just going to be table stakes coming out of, out of school now. Yeah. 
um, my daughter, four years old, I imagine she's going to learn a second, uh, learn coding like a second language. Like she'll be bilingual or trilingual in, <laughs> in JavaScript and French and English, right? And that is, I, I think that's something else. The other thing is that all of this is built on code. Like if you signed into your computer and you do your work on your, on your computer, your job is dependent on code. So understanding how it all works and demystifying it, uh, it, it's so valuable. So lots of benefits there. I also think understanding your tech stack and understanding what's happening uh, behind the scenes allows you to talk with people in a, in a very constructive way. I've always been kind of a more technical marketer, certainly on the operations side, I understand how things work, but getting in at the nitty gritty level of, oh, I actually understand how you have to replace this form widget with something else, for instance. You can start to talk to developers. I mean, frankly, you get to call them out on some BS sometimes too. And they're like, oh, it's gonna take two weeks. I'm like, dude, you're replacing a tag, <laughs> a, one tag in the website. Like how hard yeah, is- Yeah, but your shit is way down at the bottom of my list of priorities. Like that's why it's gonna take so much time. <laughs> And self-sufficiency, right? Like if you're working in a small company and you're and you're sitting there, like yeah. this is something generally a piece of advice is never just sit there on something and be like, oh, I'm stuck. Bring everything you can to the to the last mile. If you are bringing uh, mock-ups to the last mile and they're scribbled on a pencil with pencil and paper on a napkin, tr- you're doing more than most people. So I think that independence is also super super important. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, being self-serve marketer, especially in a startup where the dev team is so focused on, mm-hmm. you know, leading the growth for the product, they don't have all the, the, the time in the world to help, uh, the marketing team out. So that, that kind of brings me to, to my other, other question here. And I know we're getting uh, close on time, so we'll, I'll fly through this one, but why, why not just like spin up a Squarespace or Webflow websites and like use some Zapier hooks and like go the no code route. Like we mm-hmm. talked about different, uh, t-shapes that marketers could learn but like you know instead of like learning how to build a, a web application from scratch like there's so many no code tools out there for marketers um so what uh what do you got to say about that i love those those options right yeah. if if you're setting up a business and it's and it has revenue do that mm-hmm. why would you learn how to code a website from scratch to to <laughs> launch a business you're crazy um, you've really got to know why you want to build, build things. So I hundred percent, like you should totally do that. Like if you're looking to set up your own business, go, go the known route. Yeah. Right. And the, and the, all these tools, Shopify, et cetera, like these are all great ways to set up a business. However, I will say that there is value in hand coding and, 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 you know, handmade websites. Like there's something about building a site from scratch, which I've done a number of times with GitHub pages that is just fulfilling. And I understand the technology behind it all. I'm not fast enough to spin up a website over a weekend, but you know, uh, I think you've got to prioritize, right? And this is why I keep advising everybody who talks to me about this is compartmentalize, right? Learning to code is not part of your career. It's a hobby. And it's a hobby that benefits your career, but it's not, you, you have no dependency because then you don't have a timeline, right? And that was one of the issues that I had moving forward. I was like, I'm going to learn how to code in three months. I'm going to have an application in three months. I did not have an application in 12 months. I'm telling you now. Um, and it's starting to get to the point that I could see how I'd have it in the next, in the next six months, for instance. But mm. this, is, this is really important to manage those expectations. Yeah, I love that. Um, those are amazing points. Like I've, 
I've rolled out Webflow before and Squarespace and in the page clouds of the world and they're all amazing and the templates are all ready to go. Uh, but then you have like this one issue where you want to like change this one little thing or you want to go in there and change the color of this or change the layout of that page and like, oh, sorry, man, you're shit out of luck. Like unless you know a bit of CSS, like you yeah. can't go behind and like do those code injections and, and blah, blah, blah. So like even though there's all these no code options out there, understanding like um, how the tools work behind the scenes when you need to, to do things that aren't available in the WYSIWYG editor. Um, those are like super valuable things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what 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 is kind of missing for, for marketers today that are like trying to, to, to go down this this route? Um, and I, I know you're you're kind of itching to, to introduce it here. So why, why don't you uh, tell the listeners yeah. what you're cooking up? Oh yeah, okay, so what's missing today? If you're a marketer, first of all, I've talked to dozens of marketers at this point about, about an idea I've had and I'm gonna launch it here. Um, and I've found that it resonates with a lot of people. A lot of marketers are learning code or interested in learning, learning to code. Here's the problem. Right now, the coding community is uh, geared towards people who are trying to grab a new job, right? So the pacing is off, right? We're, we're probably, let's be honest, on a multi-year journey right? We don't have an impetus to, to switch jobs. I'd also say what, what's missing for folks is the specific resources or the specific um, discussions around the things that are super relevant to marketers. Somebody learning software development, JavaScript, for instance, is probably going to build their own application. However, we're going to do Google Tag Manager, Segment, Grouperu, all these other things that we have, you know, we can do the coding for. So I think that is kind of really interesting. But what's missing for marketers? There's a place to discuss all this, mm-hmm. right? A place, a community for people who can work together, work at their own pace, share insights, um, benefit from the wisdom of the crowds, um, but also share that unique perspective that we talked about at the outset. So let me drum roll, introduce it. I'm launching a community called Code Level Marketers. Yeah, it's a community, uh, free online community that's dedicated to um, helping people learn how to code. Not teaching people how to code, but as people who are on a self-directed path who don't want to code alone. And this community is free and open. All I ask if you're interested in joining is hit me up on LinkedIn or subscribe to the podcast and let us know uh, and a reply to the email. We'll we'll get in touch. There is a website, codelevelmarketers.com, but I cannot promise that I'll have uh, all the components ready for you for launch day. I do have intentions there, but um, I move at my own pace and this is, this is a side project and, and a passion project for me. Um, some of the things in the community, just to kind of let you guys know what we're doing. We're doing code in sessions. We're doing group sessions. We actually did a session fairly recently where we did uh, two hours setting up our visual Sto- studio code and going through some free code camp stuff together. So we're, we're working together, but we're also working independently. Um, Slack channel, lots of fun stuff there. So if you're interested, you know where to find me. Yeah, it's Bye. super cool, man. We, uh, I was in, I'm in there now. I was in the, on the live session yesterday. Um, super cool to see uh, the amount of folks that are already uh, kind of signing up. But like, I'm I'm really excited about like the the side of things where you know I'm I'm gonna like talk about my goals and like figure out like what other folks are, are kind of going down and like mm-hmm. uh, classes that people are taking. Like that's the community side of it. And like mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, there's so many things about like. Uh, building in the open like this to me is almost like learning in the open right like instead totally. of saying like yeah I'm, I'm learning to code but you're like 
taking two hours during the week and going off in your back cave in the dark and learning by yourself. Um, is it as valuable as like, um, checking to see like what other people are, are kind mm -hmm. of learning that are in similar stages. Um, so yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. Um, like you mentioned, uh, you can hit us up on, on LinkedIn or uh, sign up for the podcast on humansandmartech.com. Uh, reach us uh, at, at somewhere and, uh, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll add you to, to the Slack channel. Um, but yeah, look, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, well, and you know, if you're interested in learning, I'll say the, the the couple other benefits of the community that are certainly worth sharing is we've got some community resources that have already been published. Uh, I'm share my own coding journey and give you kind of a recommended pathway to get started if you're interested in the, the HTML, CSS, and, and JavaScript. One thing that I'm extremely proud of um, is that uh, we're we we are a diverse and inclusive community. So currently, we are uh, I think 70% female in the community, and this is something that we're committing to, or I'm committing to right now, is that we will we will maintain parity on within the community. So uh, if you get waitlisted for some reason, it's because uh, we're we're making sure that this thing is completely inclusive and diverse. But uh, don't worry, that's not going to be a problem for for a long time. I love it, JT. Thanks, uh, thanks for dropping uh, some knowledge about uh, why marketers should uh, learn to code. So you heard it here, folks. Um, we've got a nice little community that's uh, that JT's kind of started. Um, so reach out to us if you're you're kind of curious to to join us on this uh, learning to code path. Mm -hmm.